Hello, Hunters, and welcome to another episode of the Ultimate Fictional Character Podcast. I am Matt Acevedo, joined by always by my amazing, super amazing, hardworking, always working co-host, Christian Humes. You know, I usually don't say a lot here, but I'm okay with that because you do all you do all that for me. And I always <laughs> like to see like how every time you always try to do like a it's a little different. Yeah. So I it's, like to, it's nice. I like to keep people on their toes, you know. It's yeah. Like, you know, you never know what you're gonna expect. Yeah. I don't know what you're going to get. Do you think about these? Do you write them down ahead of time? or? No, oh, no. I just make it up on the spot. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's amazing. Um, I love talking about other people. I hate talking about myself. Like people, oh. all, whenever people ask me like, oh, Matt, like, what do you do? I'm like, uh, I don't want to answer this, but uh, I can tell you about you. You know, Isn't a cover letter the worst thing in the world? It's the worst. I think cover letters is such BS too. Like who actually needs it? I can't, I can't imagine like a worse thing to have to do i'd rather i'd rather do so many other things than have to write a cover letter yeah like, i totally agree uh and if i was an employer i wouldn't require a cover letter of course people no. want to want a job like what else do you want like, like i you just wanna... wouldn't even have a LinkedIn open because that stuff doesn't go anywhere anyway it doesn't dude it really <laughs> doesn't um but what are we doing here today Christian? i think we're recording a podcast about <laughs> fictional characters we have a lot of them yeah we're on our second match of the second division so mm-hmm. these are the 21 through 24 characters of the season, I believe. Is yeah. that about right? Right? Four, 16, we're 20. All, yep. almost, we're almost halfway through. Yeah. Man. We're getting close to halfway. That's crazy, actually. <laughs> Who do we have so far? Because last week, we had a character move on. It was almost oh. the Keebler Elf. Almost the Keebler Elf, but uh, it wasn't quite the champion. It was Agumon decided to move. We, went, we decided with Agumon from Digimon and moved on. And whoever wins this division will be going up in our finale against uh oh who was our our division one champion oh so was i mean it? well whoever wins this is going to go up against agumon in the first match of the division two finals yeah exactly um, and then the winner and of the, winner the division, division two, two will go up against our division one winner bowser wasn't, right that wasn't bowser oh no it was michael from the good place that's right that's right it was michael that's right i'm just gonna cut that uh they're gonna go up against michael from the good place that's right I remember now. Sweet. That's uh, that'll be fun. But yeah. we have a really cool matchup today, guys. Uh, anime-filled one. Anime characters, gaming characters, even an Academy Award-winning character, which is, I don't think we've had that yet. So that's pretty cool, man. Christian, we got some hard choices to make. Why don't we jump on into this? Our first matchup of the day, everybody, we have Todoroki, Shoto Todoroki, from My Hero Academia versus Steve from Minecraft. Let's go. So, first things first. Steve, we are Steve. Steve represents our journey in crafting. In it, he was the first. You know, like he. We live through Steve. We build and survive. What's your relationship to Minecraft? Um, I gotta be honest with you. I was a big Minecraft person when the beta was out in college. Yeah, me too, man. Right, right. Yeah. I, when they added like health and or, uh, or sorry, food and stuff I like that. I bought it during uh, the alpha when it was like half the cost. Me too. Of the beta. It was, yeah, I think it was like ten dollars or something. It was for super it. cheap. It we bought a awesome. server too in my college like floor, yeah. and uh, we actually yeah we had we had like it was our server Omega Three at San Diego State University. Yeah, and we 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 had this huge awesome city and then one of the guys went rogue we had no idea where he was hiding and turned out <laughs> that he built a city underneath our city like in the in the ground oh, below so us. i so that's i had a server and i ended up doing something like that um <laughs> the server was kept on my computer it's between my friend and my cousin as well and uh eventually got to the point where we were just like grieving each other so i would always just like have a copy of this of the server file so yeah. that like I could go just destroy his house or whatever, and then like it was vicious. I could I could reset it after he has to deal with it. But sometimes I would just do stuff like I knew he wasn't gonna be on for three days, so I would chop down a ton of wood and just encase his house in wood <laughs> or stone. It's just like he goes back to this house that like he spent so much time building, and it's just like every inch of it's just covered. <laughs> I did. I had a fascination back then. I I only did tree houses. I don't know why. Oh, tree houses. But I was cool. always like, I'm gonna make a tree house, and yeah. like I had a floor that I made glass, you know, glass floor out of oh, it yeah. and stuff like that. And it didn't look that good on the outside. But on the inside, it was pretty cool. I had I had basically the opposite of that because I wanted to go down instead. So I would always build like a li- what looked like a tiny house, and I liked to have an island was my whole thing so i'd build a tiny house and then i would just dig out all the land around it and i would make it near the water yeah. and then i'd break 
the wall between the water and it would just flood in. So then I would build this tiny little island with like a little bridge to get to it with just my house on top. And the house is always small, but inside there was like a door on the floor and you would take it down and then underground was my actual like home. Oh, what? That's really cool. Yeah, it was really cool. Man, that's really cool. I I miss it. I, I I it was back. It was simpler back then. Minecraft was a great game, and we're here to talk about Steve. And I mean, we're going to jump those, into Todoroki for a second, but I mean, all those things that we just talked about—that was Steve, right? And that's why we. I don't want people to think that we're just going to talk about My Hero Academia and the, the shows. We are here to talk about the characters, but that is because you are the silent protagonist. That is Steve. Yeah. So like your adventures and your journeys are Steve, and you know that's one of the fun weird things with these video game characters is. We need to approach this in a different way because you really you craft your own story. Ooh, right? well, well done. It's my my craft. Yeah, my Minecraft. <laughs> I get it now. It's not yours. It's mine. Um, but let's move over to someone who has like a pretty like well thought out and thoroughly discussed and detailed story. Uh, I mean, for as little time as he's already been on screen or within the manga as well. Yeah. Well, we got Shoto Todoroki, up-and-coming hero in Class 1A at UA Academy, uh, trying to go through the hero course. He is the son of Endeavor, who is the number two hero, but has become the number one hero because uh, I won't... um, mm, Spoilers. Yeah, I mean, I almost we're, we're going to have spoilers, of course, for My Hero Academia. I, you don't need to necessarily bring that up, that fact, because that's not necessarily about Todoroki. Well, but yeah, his but dad... in a way, it is, though, because a lot of Todoroki's, uh, like, a lot of the weight and the choices that he made, he's he doesn't, uh, like, he's trying not to be uh, like his dad. Like, his dad's a right, huge factor right. in, his, in his character. But, but which, I, which is why I love Todoroki, there's a point for him where... You know, Deku kind of gets to him like that's still part of you. Like that fire side is still a part of you. Like you learn to use it, and he he learns to uh, accept it. And then even in the manga, uh, Endeavor realizes that he has to also like adjust and be. And All Might gives him a piece of advice I think is awesome. That's uh, you know, um, I I made All Might my own. Like it was my thing. Like and I and like you have to be honest with yourself and do. Like be yeah. endeavor, you know. I don't want expect you to yeah. be me. Well, I'm just saying, like, you don't. We don't need to get into the why All Might is no longer the number one hero. It's just oh no, no, I'm not getting to that. Um, but but yeah, but but that changes endeavor to start not only trying to be a better hero, but be a better right. father. Right. Um, and which is which makes in turn makes Shoto, uh, Todoroki also like. You know, he he grows and like learns to accept. And what does it mean for him? Like, it's just I just I'm saying all this like fluff because he in the short amount of time we've had, we've seen him grow from like a very uh, um um like he's he doesn't want to talk to people, he doesn't trust people, like yeah. a very closed minded person. Uh, and uh, is it, what's the word I'm looking for? I mean, he was very introverted. Yeah, introverted. Right? Where like he only can count on himself. Where now he's like much more open. Like, yeah. accepts his friends and stuff like absolutely. That. Yeah, Todoroki is my favorite character. I think, other than maybe the main character, My Hero Academia. Um, just his power is very cool. Yeah, you know, he has a his whole story is actually represented by his power, and it's all about like dualities. Yes, you know, he's like ice and fire. You know, yeah. he's the power of his mom and his dad. He has a contentious relationship with both. Mm-hmm. It's like his his mom hurt him, didn't he? Like, um, didn't his mom abuse him? Like, wasn't he like essentially basically abused by both of his parents? His his mom didn't hurt him. His dad, uh, his dad was abusive. Yeah, but didn't she? There was a whole thing where, like, I think because she like couldn't stand to look at him anymore, and then he saw her. Oh, that's right, was, that's right. Yeah, there, yeah. there was like he's basically had a really he's had a and really never, bad relationship with both parents. He's never had that uh, problem with. Like he he's okay with his mom though because his dad's the one that pushed him to that limit. So he's like yeah. he has that that hatred for his father. Yes. So yeah, Todoroki has a contentious relationship with both parents, and that's, I mean, just defined by his power, the mm-hmm. duality of his power, duality of his emotional state. You know, he loves his friends, he wants to protect people, he wants to be a hero, but also he sort of feels kind of entitled, he knows he's more powerful than other people, he kind of feels outside of society in a lot of ways, yeah. and so it's just like he's very like yin and yang personified, that is essentially like who he is. Yeah, and he's just uh, like, what I love about 
him and I think just all of my hero characters is that a lot of times in the beginning they require they, like he's all about brute force in the beginning, just being like you know wall of ice, wall of fire, you know. But then you know as, as he goes as he goes on, like that doesn't necessarily work, and you and you know in the hero, so he learns how to adjust, move his power, and I, I mean that I think that can be said to all of my hero people, but. Well, yeah, and if you also think about it, when he uses his ice powers, he uses them to just stop people. He has, like, he uses defense in almost an offensive strategy with his ice powers. Yeah. And it's very much representative of how, like, he was sort of a defensive person putting a wall up. He was always putting, like, a wall of ice around people. Yeah. Like, so he, was, he was rarely ever attacking people. That's generally where his fire comes in. Is, exactly. Is uh, now he's, like, learning to Do be, like, proactive. and Yeah. It's really cool. Um, but these two characters, man... Um, I mean, you know, it's it's hard, but we've seen it in some video game characters. What's, 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 what do we like about Steve? Like, what what we like about Steve is that I think everyone has their own unique take on Steve. But at the same, at the end of the day, he's still doing the same thing. Like, he's still a master builder and crafter and survivor. That's like the three things that he is good at. You know, that we all have to do in that game. So you're just getting to the point that there isn't a lot that we know about Steve himself because. He is just the silent protagonist, and then you know. But there is one thing we know about Steve. Mm. Matt, do you know how strong Steve is? No, like so, a power level. Is there? How is that measured? So this is the weird thing: is I think Steve could beat Todoroki in a fight. What? Yes. Really? So think about it, right? Okay. This guy's walking around with just like piles and piles and piles of rock and stone and armor on, like hundreds if not thousands hundreds of thousands of pounds of weight just in his pockets and he does punch nothing he punches trees down with his fist punches stones stone he breaks rock with his fists yeah he also runs very fast each one of those blocks is a meter he's going through them in like seconds he's just he is breaking records left and right this man so we can assume that he's almost like a superhuman Oh, he, he he is a super. I mean, like he looks like a My Hero Academia character. He really does, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so it's it's weird, and like you also have to think about like he can fall from huge distances. His damage like resistance. Um, guy learns magic spells, gets like fire arrows. He's got weapons. He he is like he's like a one man army. Yes. So like of all the places, you know, like if we go through a lot of these things, like relevancy fight like etc the first thing that jumps out to me for his advantage is fighting skill Todoroki is one of the most powerful people in My Hero Academia but Steve outclasses even like All Might in fighting power okay I don't know about that I mean think about it like All Might's biggest strengths and like feats of strength were like you know like maybe one punching like a building but that takes so much out of him like taking out that one chunk of building but like well steve has never ending stamina so like maybe he can't take as make uh, a single hit as hard yeah but he can still hit incredibly hard but he doesn't get tired out he has like a never-ending well all my only getting tired out because of the wound he took from all for one that's, but we can get into that another day. that's true but steve can carry 5.3 million pounds of weight oh crap <laughs> If he has a full inventory of stone, he's able to carry what is theoretically about 5.3 million pounds. My God. Right. So that's a lot. That's insane. That's he, he is he is a superhuman. Yes. He is a super... He's almost like a god. Yes. He's, Which is... Like, this is why... Like, he maybe can't hit a punch as hard as All Might can, but he is so much more resilient. Like, if he can carry all that weight, he could just pick All Might up. He could throw him. Like, yeah. he could definitely take a hit from All Might. Like, that's 5.3 million pounds. All Might can't... I don't think he can do that. I don't think, think he could do that. And that's, like, yeah. one of the best things about My Hero Academia is these characters are super powerful, but... They have limits. Yeah, they're not, like, X-Men, Omega level. Like, this person's going to end the world in one attack where it's, like, everything's just so disinteresting sometimes because just the power creep is so high. Yeah. It is, like... Well, Steve has to be that way because you're you're terraforming the earth by yourself. My God. He is the first God. You know? Maybe that's the whole game is that you're actually crafting the world. Oh. You're like God and you're it's you know, all these creepers and stuff, they're just they're just gotta take being taken care of so you can live it's oh my god. What if he's like actually invading another planet and like terraforming it? 
<laughs> you know, it's po- I mean, it's possible. And I think, um, you know, Todoroki could win in a fight in his universe. But I think Steve would win in like a cage match probably or definitely in his own because like he is vulnerable to fire, to heat. Like we know that will hurt Steve. Yeah. 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 Um, but he also has armor and things he can get to protect himself from that. There are spells. Yeah. So like given his normal tool set, like. So Steve's got the strength. I think. Absolutely. Steve would probably win in a fight. Probably. Probably. Because Todoroki's still young. Mm-hmm. You know, he hasn't developed his fully developed his powers yet. Um. I think Steve's got that point for sure. Uh, and even, man, this is actually, even relevancy. Yeah, that's. I was going to say, Minecraft is pretty. I've been chewing on that one. That's a tough one because I would, it, it pains me to say it, but I would honestly say that Steve from Minecraft is more influential globally. Like, Yeah, that's the interesting point. Like, I haven't been able to decide on, and now that you're saying that, maybe I should lean that way. Because the only thing I question is if people know what the name of the Minecraft guy is. I don't know if they know that. You know what I mean? I think gamers know that. Yeah. I just think people will be like, oh, that's the Minecraft dude. Yeah. You know? So, I think that's the one one place where that... Because he doesn't talk. He doesn't actually have a personality. And then I think this is... Like, let's, let's go ahead and give him that anyway and give him cultural impact. Everywhere else is where I think this argument falls apart. Because, you know, obviously it sounds like... Hey, look, he's got three points in his favor, but I mean, character arcs. Yeah, gonna go to Todoroki. He's got he has actual character arcs. There are none for Minecraft. Steve, uh, Babe Factor. You know, everyone ships him. They oh, ship babe. him with uh, Ship Factor. Ship. Okay. He's shippable, dude. You got to remember Ship Factor. Oh, that's a big one. Yeah, yeah. Who's, ship, yeah factor ship Factor needs to be on there. And he um, could you could ship him with anyone. If you, I've seen people ship him with freaking Bakugo, Deku, Momo, Yayorozu. You know, uh, I. I I see. I think him and Momo would be real cute. Um, anyways, character growth, also. Yeah, that has to go to Todoroki, and that's not character arc, by the way. Like, I just want to be clear on that because characters can go through an arc, but they don't necessarily grow as people and change. It's yeah. like a lot of times, even with like major character arcs, it's about like going full circle, and you're going from point A, and you you go through this journey, and it's about like coming home. Yeah. Um, whereas character growth is really about like you can't ever really return back to where you came from because you're a different person now uh, and he actually has already changed drastically since the first time we've met that character and again steve doesn't have any of that he doesn't have interpersonal relationships he doesn't have internal relationships with himself um there's nothing authentic about him no there's nothing original about him there's a lot original about the game minecraft there's yeah. nothing original about a silent protagonist that doesn't interact with like characters um I wouldn't get a beer with him because there's... It was sitting in silence, you yeah. know? Yep. Be, yeah. Yep. And also, it'd be weird and like, if imagine like you go get a beer with Todoroki, you can keep that thing nice and frosty oh, all the time. That would be so awesome. Yeah. That's a, that's, a, that's a huge factor right there. Always hot sake. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> he would be the best drinking buddy. Yeah, absolutely. I think he's the He like might be the, the, might be the ultimate fictional drinking buddy. Um <laughs> So, I mean, there's, it's just in every other factor, like he's more likable, he's funnier, he's got a better character arc. Uh, and then this is the impact that he wins on because Todoroki will lose on cultural relevancy and cultural impact uh, just because, I mean, Minecraft's such a big deal. Yeah. Uh, my, if, the, you know, a few years down the road, my hero is probably going to be so massive that you could argue they're exactly. even, but not yet. And it's already becoming, it's already it now. Is. I think it surpassed One Piece finally. It's huge, but uh, it's, in terms of shonen, it's still so new. Um, fictional impact. So, like the impact on their universe, Todoroki has a massive one. And again, yeah. the impact Steve has on his universe doesn't actually have consequences because he's not. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Exactly. It, it's like there isn't a story really. Yeah. It's your own story, and I don't think. Um, I think it, he is worthy of this discussion, but I don't think he's worthy of moving forward. I agree. I'm gonna have to give this one to Todoroki, man. Yeah, I think I think I think we hit all the points we could with Steve. I think Steve's a great character. Yeah, Steve was a great but, character. You know, uh, unfortunately, Minecraft's he didn't have enough. Game. He didn't have enough armor for that creeper explosion. So, sorry, dude. You're gonna have to respawn without any all that stuff. <laughs> <laughs> all right, Todoroki's moving forward. Let's go to our next matchup. I think that we chose right. That was good. That felt good. Uh, nice. Our next matchup, guys, this... I forgot this was our next matchup. Yeah. We have the amazing, the 
great at life metaphors, Forrest Gump versus the Titan slaying Mikasa from Attack on Titan. So there's a lot of interesting things to talk about Forrest Gump. Everyone knows his general story coming up uh, in the South, yep. going through this incredible journey and adventure, the ultimate American tale. I mean, he's like an American folklore, like myth almost in a way. You know, like comes from a novel, but like had this had this been made in a different age, he'd be thought of as like a legend Absolutely. of America, you know? Yeah. Um it's amazing. It's an amazing movie. Even if it's it it feels um sometimes just so you know what it feels like? If it's almost like a stage play. Yeah. Because like everything is like so kind of buttoned up and like the journey is just so fantastical. Yeah. That it's like it's like you have to be willing to go along for the ride. Yeah. Um, but he has an incredible story, and we're going to go through those beats about his. his it's about love. It's about loss. War, it's about, about childhood. Yeah. It's about becoming a father. Yeah, war, yeah, industry, business, entrepreneurship, charity. Like he he goes through pretty much like everything a person could go through. Which is like he's a very human character. Because, you know, you he's having this conversation with this woman on a park bench, and it just makes me think, like, like every single person has a fantastic, you know, original story to their lives. And, like, this is just one person's, you know? And I think that's the beauty of Forrest Gump in its entirety is that it just makes you think just how incredible every single person's journey is and how different it is and how, you know, like, you, you can't just – you can't sum up someone just – by the short interactions with them because you like you there's so much you don't know about people yeah it it's definitely got a specific message about not judging others and um being kind to one another yeah that's definitely like one of the most important messages that that film has and about his story uh what about mikasa 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 is great she is just a really what I love about Mikasa is that she's like a really really cool female anime character that's not yeah. overly sexualized or anything like no, that. No, I not uh, even like at no, all. not even at all. Not even fans her. She's just a you know a she's a kick. She's butt just an awesome chick. character. Yeah, yeah. She's an, she just so happens to be a woman, but otherwise it's you know it's like yeah. And her her gender has nothing. You know, yeah, it's her, not a consequence in and this she's, story. She is a top top you know Titan killer with the scouts. Um, what are they called again? I forgot the scout's name. It's Scout Corps, right? Scout Corps? Uh, it could be. There's like different tiers of it. Yeah. Um, but, the, you know, like, but she she is a leader in that sense. Like, she's she is like an example of like how you take down a Titan. And she's like the older brother. She doesn't feel like it's not, it doesn't feel like a love relationship between like a romantic relationship between her and Aaron, but she just loves Aaron. Like, a, it feels like a brother. Yeah. You know? There's, and just, for anyone that's not familiar, this is a character from Attack on Titan, the yes. anime, um, which is essentially a story about a society that uh, they are essentially the last bastions of humanity, and they live in uh, a walled-off city yeah. that has like these concentric circles that get smaller and smaller to the center. And so the walls protect them from giants called titans, which are these like gigantic sort of like human looking monsters baby things yeah and they just like uh, they eat people yeah and they're the last people alive and she's part of the scout teams that kill the titans and defend the wall yeah uh but she also gets involved with like it's all very gets very political and how you know as christian said the walls get uh there's there's three walls there's like the, the 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 smaller it gets the higher class uh, it is, and the more corrupt they are. So Mikasa and Aaron and and um, oh my gosh, what's the blonde one guy's name? Uh, Armin. Armin, yeah, Armin. Yeah. Armin uh, Which are like her two main companions. Exactly. Aaron's yeah. like her. She's essentially it was adopted into Aaron's yeah. family, and Armin is like almost their adopted brother because after things happen, they sort of stick together. Yeah, and they start seeing the corruption within everything, and like within the walls and who's the real monster kind of deal and you know and we find out that you know Aaron spoiler for season one Aaron is able to transform into a titan um and 
you know, we find out that there are other human titans as well. And so they militarized Aaron to fight titans, basically. But then they, it's just, it's, it's actually a really cool story. Uh, but Mikasa, she's this silent, she's like, she doesn't talk much. You know what I mean? She's, she's, she's very introverted, but she will do whatever it takes to protect, um, you know, get the job done and, you know, protect primarily I think she'd do like a Captain America on Bucky or she would do anything to protect Aaron, you know, even if it meant like breaking the rules and stuff. Yeah. And the interesting thing about when they find out Aaron's going to turn into a Titan is, you know, at this point in many animes, like you would think like, okay, that's, he's the main guy. Yeah. And in some ways it's true, but this show in particular, like really focuses on every character. It's like one of the best ensemble animes along with my hero academia yeah um so it's interesting that they're both in the same episode this is the moment where like her story really takes off in a way because she was actually always way more skilled than him yeah like she rose to the top of the troops she's basically like one of the elite in her class and Aaron is out with armin they're fighting together and like she thinks he's dead yeah and she just goes nuts and just starts destroying the titans because she is just She's, I'd, I'd say she's easily in like the top five of the best, like most skilled fighters in her universe. Right? Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Her and like Levi. Levi, uh, yeah. Le- I love they're Levi. They're probably the two best. Yeah. There's probably only one person who maybe outclasses her. Otherwise, they're the two best fighters, which yeah. they're protecting. They're protecting the world. And it's terrifying. This isn't like Dragon Ball Z where people are just like blasted. Like, they're like people are just getting eaten and killed like left and right. And then like what what's crazy about it is that these people it's kind of like cops, you know, like these people are trying to uh, you know there's obviously corruption anywhere you go. Um but in, in you know the scout corps they're just trying to protect these civilians and stuff and then the civilians like don't like them they're like they're using our tax money uh, you know, like on this on this thing that you know like that doesn't get the job done blah 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 and it's like these people have no idea the horrors that are out there you know um mikasa has a bit of a like born in blood storyline too yeah because so and this is an important fact to get to when we first meet her we don't really know about her backstory but it's later fleshed out and what you come to find out is the reason she was adopted into Aaron's family is they they came across her. Um, she was, like, taken by traffickers. Yes. And. That's huge. Yeah. And I think her family found her or something. And Aaron was, like, trying to save her or help her. And I think she, like, she didn't want to leave at first and go with them because she, I think, was, like, waiting for her parents to come back. She thought they were still alive or they were going to come find her or something. It was something, I can't remember the specifics on it, but Aaron essentially teaches her, like, hey, you got to, like, fight back against these guys. Yeah. And she does. Yeah, she does. And she escapes and she's free. And it's, um, like, she looks at Aaron as someone that, like, saved her life. And so she feels responsible for now, mm-hmm. like, doing the same. And because she was so vulnerable once in her life and, like, you know, the world's always been out to get her. She is this really strong character, which is such a difference from Forrest Gump. Yeah. Um, Forrest Gump, it starts out with him with that leg brace. Mm-hmm. Right? Yes. So it's like he has this loving family. He's in this, like, quiet world. He's in the Americas post-World War Two. Like, Everything's groovy. People have money. Yeah. Uh, people are happy. Like, it's not like the biggest problem is bullies. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, Mikasa's- so many bullies. And Mikasa's are like, you know, problems are giant human babies eating humans. Yeah, and then, and like traffickers, like yeah. stealing nine year old girls. So, you know, I would definitely say Mikasa's got the edge on just. Well, it's just, it's such a different origin point. Yeah. It's so different because, yeah. like, they both have an incredible journey, but his starts out with, like, well, being bullied as a kid is scary. <laughs> and it's, I went way too Southern Western <laughs> with that one. It was, I gotta go, I gotta go farther East with that accent. But, um, and she's just like, no, the world is, like, really screwed up, actually. <laughs> like, yeah. Like, if this were an explicit show, I could probably better describe, but it, she just, it's so much, it's so much worse. Um, which is why, like, his whole journey is about, like, I'm going to overcome bullying. I'm going to overcome people thinking I can't do anything because I sound dumb or maybe I'm a little slower. 
And if you work hard, you can get whatever you want. You can have an amazing life. If you have like a heart of gold and you work your butt off. like Which is very sweet. That's a very sweet. sweet. It is. But then like it's one of those things that it's interesting. Like I loved that movie. But how do you feel about it when you think about the story? Well, the more I'm thinking of like the way we're talking about right now, I'm like, well, I guess it's like it's not that crazy. Right. It's not like because the stakes are so different. Yeah. Here. Yeah. But I mean, set her aside, right? Okay. Set set Attack on Titan aside. Just think about Forrest Gump. How do you feel his character arc is? Only because he goes through all these amazing things, but does he seem like a different person at the end from the beginning? No, he seems like the same. I think his story is more of the world around him is the story, and he's just kind of the neutral factor going through that world. Uh Uh-huh. He just fumbles through it. Yeah. Uh, Which I guess is the point, you know, like... Because he's like an every he's supposed to be like you know an everyday American who just has a little bit of an issue, you know. Um, but that's that's it because the world around him is what's going crazy and what's changing, and he's not. Like he just reacts to other people. Yeah, and he does stuff, but it's like everything just falls into his lap. Yeah, and like everything just seems to work out for him, and it's almost this like you know meritocracy idea of like if you work hard, you'll get what you deserve. It's a it's, very old-fashioned really uh, American. It is. Point of view. It is. It's very old fashioned. And it's it's an incredible story for its time. But what, I 96, think. 96, right? 96? Yeah, 1995. Uh, yeah. I don't know if you know this. It's the uh, number one all time soundtrack for like a movie. Like, it, I really? Think it's like, yeah, it's like millions. Oh, what? Yeah. That's crazy. Because uh, there's so many. Yeah. There's so many songs from like the 60s and 70s and like. Yeah, yeah, for sure. So it's it's got all those hits. Um, so this is where I want to get to is uh, cultural rele- relevancy, popular- popularity, icon. That has to go to Forrest Gump. Yeah. It's like, look, Attack on Titan's huge. People love it. but People love it, shrimp, dude. Yeah. Forrest Gump, I mean, there's you you would be, I'd be lying. I'd be a crazy lie to say otherwise. But character arc? Mikasa has a that way has better. To to and it, like, it's just, I think what we nailed it on the head, Christian, like. His world changes. He doesn't change. He doesn't, yeah. you know. He does he doesn't change as a character. So then then I'm trying to look at these other ones, right? Competency. Like it's interesting because he's so skilled at everything. Yeah. Um but how many of those things did he work for? Like he worked for like as a child to become an adult and like but the thing that I feel like and correct me if I'm wrong, so I may, I might be forgetting things. But it feels like most things that happen to him that are important are when he's already an adult. Yes. And all those things just fall into his lap. Like, he just happens to be amazing at ping pong. Yeah. He just happens to, like, survive the war and, like, be a war hero. He just, like, like we don't actually see him training. We don't see him failing at those things, right? Like, no, we don't. It's mostly just he's always being it's... yelled at and being told he's an idiot. Yeah. I think you're right, man. But it's... I... It... Not saying that's bad, but, I mean, as a character, I don't think he compares... Right. I, I, I want to go through a couple more just because I don't want to totally get this wrong. Same. And I know I'm right now definitely leaning towards Mikasa. giving this to Mikasa yeah. um, because he, he does at least surface level have one of the greatest stories in modern history. Yes. People he, resonate with it. It's, uh, yeah, but... Uh, but it's, it, not, it's, it's the not, story. It's, it's, yeah, not, it's his, not him. It's not necessarily him. Right. So that's that's why I want to I'm just looking through more of these. Fighting skill, going to Mikasa. Oh, absolutely. Likeability. That's oh, actually, go to Gump. that's going to Forrest Gump. That He's very likable. He's very likable. Um I don't I, I would be willing to say there's a, a toss-up fictional impact, so it's impact on their world. Yeah. It's like he has a big impact, and so does she. Um her consequences are more dire than his yeah but he's done so many things in his world that like he's inspired people yeah i would say that's a toss-up right yeah what do you think about ship factor what did you just say ship factor oh i thought you said something no no ship with a p (laughs) (laughs) no like who well do i don't i don't really ship forrest and jenny no jenny is the worst human yeah like so she's at awful. The, I'm putting her up there right now, man. Yeah. At the end of this, at the end of this season, at the end of last season, we did worst characters. Yeah. At the end of this season, I want to do like most hated fictional character, and she's I'm putting her on that list. <laughs> she is terrible. Yeah. She is terrible to him. Yeah. She had a terrible upbringing, I know, but at a certain point, you're an adult and you need to make your own choices. 
she may, she is awful. And I think Mikasa is shippable. But even still, I don't want to ship her because, like, yeah. I think she's like too cool and she doesn't need that. You so know? it's like neither. Neither, neither are really. Neither are shippable. Laugh factor. That's got to go. Let's go Forrest Gump. Let's got to go Forrest Gump. Yeah, Come he's, on. He's Everyone funny. loves a dope. Yeah. <laughs> um. Now here's where I think Forrest is going to start to fall apart. Uh, emotional capacity. He doesn't. He knows how to be like really sad and really happy. Yeah. But like he doesn't know how to like deal with a lot like complicated emotions, and he doesn't know how to like read people. Like, yeah. Which is the whole problem with his relationship with Jenny. Yeah. It's why he gets everything wrong all the time, and he's just like so unaware of people right absolutely um mikasa is very stoic but we've seen her have that range and we yeah, oh absolutely we've seen her put yeah. to different different levels of emotion you know fear yeah. anger sadness like she's she has the range for sure she's just introverted yeah and she's very i mean you have to just be serious most of the time when you're in a war like she's in war yeah. you know it's like if forrest gump was in war the whole time yeah um Authenticity is definitely not Forrest Gump. No way, no way. Originality, I don't know. They're both actually pretty original. It's so I think you know. I I think the idea of putting like a dope through all these kinds of situations was for this time was pretty original. Yeah, it was a really clever idea. Um, and yeah, actually, he might be more original just because she's she's actually more like who she is as a character is slightly more based around the world she's in. Whereas yeah. he's just in the regular world yeah. and they made this character. So that's, um, I don't know. It's definitely, it's more points towards Mikasa right now. And here's an interesting one. Okay. Who has the most like internal relationship with themselves? Because that I think is the most important question for them. This is essentially what it came down to for Michael from the good place. Yeah. It's like we picked him because he cares about himself as a character and it's like character awareness like aware it's like they have a an element of self-consciousness yeah i don't has forrest gump ever displayed that i don't think so but i definitely know mikasa has right you know like she questions herself constantly yeah forrest i don't know if he checks in with himself you know no yeah no yeah i'm not making fun of him because he's stupid right but it's more just he uh he's like pure id but with like politeness because he's not just like oh i just like whatever like urges i have i'm just gonna follow those so like i'm not gonna read jenny and i'm not gonna like question and that's just i think like a part of who he is as a character and um you know this might be contentious to people because in the books he's more of like an idiot savant is like i guess what the phrase would have been whereas more today you people would probably be like oh he's probably like maybe on the autism spectrum or something like that but actually, in the movies, they just said that he was just kind of dumb. Yeah. Like, they didn't want to actually put a label on anything. Yeah, exactly. Um, so, I'm not, mi- like, I'm not saying he's bad for that reason. But no, but I don't think that's a character. I, I, like, you know, I think Mikasa is just a better character, man. Yeah, I think so, too. Well, man, this show is like a box of chocolates. We never know what questions we're going to get and what answers we're going to get. I I, I actually <laughs> thought like he was going to put up a way better fight until I started. Well, we started talking about it and like it's just it's it's the roadshow syndrome where it's it's the you know, he's just a neutral factor going through the world and it's yeah. the world around him's fascinating, you know? It's like even if at one moment had he been like, "Oh, did I screw up here? Am I the one who did wrong?" Mm-hmm. But he doesn't. Yeah. It's just always like, "Why didn't that work out?" Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Well, sorry, Forrest. Mikasa's moving forward. All right, anime throwdown. Here we go. Let's do it. Todoroki. Shoto Todoroki versus Mikasa. I would watch this. Yeah, I ship them. Uh, I, <laughs> I would ship them, <laughs> too. Ship. Heck yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, they both have, like, disastrous childhoods. They're both really strong people. Yeah. They both want to... He- oh, yeah. Heck yeah. <laughs> I don't even know where to start with these two. Well, I mean, let's let's ah. let's get the first one out of the way. Who's gonna win in a fight? I'm giving that to Todoroki. Yeah, Todoroki would win for sure. Right? Yeah. Like even I if mean, she has her ODM gear, which is for people that don't watch the show, she can like zip around and grapple and they, like, has swords. Hook into yeah, it's like zip lining. Yeah. Yeah. Like it's pretty cool. Yeah, it's really but, cool. But it's also extremely like like that stuff is so it's so dangerous. 
You know, like that. that well, it's like you're you're flying around like Spider Man, except you don't actually have Spidey sense or like super really strength. much control. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's, it's, yeah. <laughs> so yeah, Shoto would win for sure. Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, he would just freeze her and it would be over. Right. right. You know. Yeah. Um, I would argue that he is more relevant or popular than her, but I don't think it's worth getting into that because I feel like they're about as big as one another. Um, I think my hero is definitely. Much bigger. I think uh, Attack on Titan has lost a lot of steam um, due to writing. Um, Was that a pun? Eh. <laughs> it is now. Yeah. Uh, uh, not that explaining jokes ever makes them funny, but for people that are listening that have watched Attack on Titan, yeah, the uh, Titans when they like die or when someone transforms back into them, they release like all their energy as steam. Yeah, and yeah, it's like <laughs> cooling down, you know. <laughs> but I think my dude, my Hero Academia is is way way more popular now than attack on titan is do you think it's that significant that it's worth giving that him the point i think so because okay. um you know they've both been around i think they both had little, three seasons yeah i mean they're both yeah you know and, you know so yeah okay well then uh we'll give him that um who's had a bigger impact on their world in their story mikasa because Shoto right now, I think he's too young. Um, he's still growing and learning. He's still going through the school. Uh, granted, he did, you know, he does stop people like the the hero killer Stain, and they. That's exactly what I was thinking about. Yeah, but like, but he doesn't. He doesn't get the credit for that. No, he doesn't. But that's. I mean, getting. It's not about him being relevant in his universe. Like this is about oh, gotcha. like who's made decisions that are more impactful in their universe. Even if it's the world doesn't know it, it's like. Him saving Midoriya, yeah, is, I mean, and also like the fact that Stain gets caught sets all these things into motion because then that video is released and then all the villains come out into the world. Like, had he not come to Midoriya's aid, yeah, I don't know. Like, we're talking about a very different history that we have right now. She's done a lot of cool things, um. I mean, the most important thing she did was was save Eren from that abnormal. But had she not done that, he would have just turned into a titan, probably and saved himself. Yeah, probably because that's what happened eventually when he got caught alone. Yeah, was he? She's, ended- she's always saving him. You know, he's always right trying to be you know captured or whatever. And she's always saving him. And so I don't know. I, I think um, I think in some ways, although she's done so many important and big things, yeah, yeah, um, none of them are maybe as world changing as I think. Like, I really think that moment with Stain is like... The Stain moment's huge. It's... it's It sets off the motion of... like Of everything. Yeah. Like it's, it's, it's... And it's not just like people wanting to do evil. It's people wanting to like... Yeah. Do something because the heroes... The whole path of the show would be different. Like, the yeah. course of that universe's world. Yeah, would yeah. Be, that basically... That event... That's because set, of Shoto the yeah. world off in a different direction. So you think Todoroki is definitely more relevant in you or more I impactful? Do. I do. Yeah, yeah. I do. I mean, imagine if All for One was now gone. Midorio's dead. Or One for All? Yeah, sorry, yeah. So imagine yeah. if One for All was gone. Yeah. Like if Midoriya died, that would be That'd a be huge problem. Yeah. So I want to give him that one. I think he has a bigger fictional impact on his story. Um, okay. I can see that. Who do you think's grown more? Todoroki. Yeah, but I, I, I absolutely. I think Mikasa is kind of still in the same place where she is. You know, like she's uh, from the beginning of the show. She hasn't really. Yeah, her I, growth her was growth, all in her backstory. It's all in her backstory, yeah, and yeah. like, sure, she's like she's more skilled, but yeah. Todoroki has grown as a person. Yeah, she's uh, a very fully fleshed person already. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. And Shoto's still growing. Like if you read the manga, yeah. like you know, he's finding ways to you know, like we were talking about earlier, like you know like fix those bonds with his dad it's in turn influencing himself yes yeah like she's still going through a lot and growing but not in the same way that he has seen change and it's partially because she's Midoriya like yeah literally like saved him too like you know he he had him open up and like accept who he is and that was in the tournament that was a huge turning point I think I think though for both of them, they're equal on like in their own internal relationship because they both still, although maybe she's not growing it much, she's always questioning things. She's always thinking about how she cares about other. Like, they're definitely equal on that front. But he's just he's just changed more as a character. Yeah. In the time that we've had with him, 
Um, ship factors equal, as we already went over. <laughs> They're both shippable. Because they should, they, um, I ship them together. Uh, I would get laugh factor to Todoroki. Yeah. Just, there's just nothing funny about Attack on Titan. <laughs> there's nothing, fa- f- yeah, nothing funny about that. Which and is Todoroki fine. has had some really funny moments because he's just like, he has like a, uh, I call them the Saitama moments, or they're kind of like, he says something that's a, he doesn't do it much, but when you catch it, it's like, oh, that's really funny. Yeah. He is, he is, he, you know, he's that guy that like every now and then he just drops one. Yeah, exactly. Like, okay, exactly. that's good. Um, I would, so this is one we don't bring up much competency. I would actually say that she is more competent than him. Yeah. Uh, I think she is just more skilled. I think, although he's working hard to become very skilled and have control over his powers, just as um, a person, I don't think he's just as disciplined as she is. And that's, I think, why he wins in growth, right? Like, he wins in growth because he has so much more discipline and wisdom to gain. And she already has, like, a lot of discipline. Yeah, that's true. So I would give that to Mikasa as well. Yeah. I mean, yeah. think about what she... Like, she doesn't have powers, and what she's doing is, It's like, all skill-based. It's... Like, t- yeah. Yeah. And that's training. Like, she she was not endowed with these abilities. She yeah. is just... She's just working so hard. Exactly. Um, Not like Forrest Gump who didn't work hard it was just like be nice <laughs> <laughs> right because like that man I get it man I know I know sorry dude I feel like I'm not gonna enjoy Forrest Gump anymore <laughs> it's maybe it might just be a product of its time you uh, know? man it really is um who would you rather have a beer oh yeah I think I'd still get a beer I mean with Todoroki, Todoroki is yeah. the he is the king of getting a drink with he'd he, yeah. he wouldn't be like a jerk about it he'd be like oh you want that cold bro you know and I'm like oh sweet he'd especially be, if we're at like a barcade because oh, he'd, he'd also great. be like just yeah he's just cool dude yeah um right now we're I'm leaning pretty to- Todoroki I'm leaning Todoroki too I I can't I think and, and as a just a character he's just a little like much more complex yeah he is she she's really awesome um but i think when it comes to like you know we've had a few anime characters that are women that were really incredible like she is but they're more complex like todoroki yeah like sailor moon way more complex yeah you know like card caps are a lot more complex but well i think because it's more complex than talk (laughs) no i don't know i think card captors still like because she grows so much and she like I th- her story's not as incredible. Yeah. But it's just it's um I think I think Mikasa suffers a little bit from not being like from there not exactly being a total main character. That makes sense. Um because I it's like I think she just needs a little more struggle that's not the environment she's in. Yeah, I can see that. Right? Yeah, I agree. It's like I need like what I don't know what to put her up against and like under character arcs it's like, you know, we're already saying we're giving that to Todoroki, but I also have, like, challenges. Like, her challenges are the Survive. challenges of Attack on... Right. Right. They're not the challenges of her story, necessarily. Yeah, exactly. And Todoroki doesn't have to go to hero school. No, he, wa- he wanted to. Yeah. Like, yeah. He, that's something he wants. So he that's a challenge to he's do presented that. himself. Yeah. So. I think... I think that's I it, I think man. we're it, man. I think we're calling it. I think so. Well, Shoto... You're doing class 1A proud. Way to go beyond, buddy. Yeah. Way to go. Plus ultra. Yeah, he's going beyond to the next round. Whoa. Well done, Christian. That Thank was you. really good. Uh, sorry, Mikasa. You are getting the boots. We are moving forward. Todoroki is going to be facing off against Agumon, another anime matchup in the Division 2 finals. going to open up this bucket. Yeah, we got some stuff to pick out. We're picking out these, uh, our next matchup, everybody. Um, let's go ahead and pick... Uh, uh, oh, just a reminder that you can follow us on on social media at UFC Pod. Let us know your thoughts, share share our podcast, all that stuff. It goes to help a lot, um, and we love to hear from you. Every we we interact with like everyone who who talks to us. Yeah, so. it, if people tweet at yeah. us about the show. We love it. Um, yeah, it's great. It's so cool. And you can find me at the Matt Acevedo and Christian at Christian underscore Humes. Yeah. All right. Let's see who our next matchup is. All right, you read yours first. All right, here we go. Our first one is, ooh, uh, he's back already. <laughs> we have Thor, oh. the God of Thunder, has returned. This is fascinating. Already we have our, Thor back, our returning guy, and we have, and we didn't have Endgame before, so yeah. I think this is interesting. That's very interesting. Yeah. Uh, Thor's gonna be going up against. Okay, so this one's wild. Okay, um, silly Wabbit 
tricks are for kids because we have tricks the rabbit. <laughs> oh man. <laughs> you know, look, I don't think it's going to be as cut and dry as you think there, man. Oh, I wasn't I wasn't judging. I wasn't I wasn't thinking anything. I was I the tricks rabbit is pretty dang cool. Yeah. But that that match is going to be a full balanced breakfast. There's going to be some milk in that cereal. But is he as cool as our next contestant, which is the the number one flying ace, the leader of the Star Fox crew, it's Star Fox. Oh, I thought you were going to say Peppy for a second. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Star Fox, that's awesome. Fighter of Corneria, Defender of the Lilat System. You know, I love the Star Fox Adventures game on the GameCube. It's so cool. Um, but, Matt, I just pulled the most insane character. This feels like a setup. This feels unfair. Uh, and oh, I really no. feel like the oh, bucket's no. been out to get us this season because we have not one but two Marvel characters oh, next no. week. Oh who? This piece of paper says I am Iron Man. No! Are you kidding me? I'm not. We have to do both. We have to do Thor both. And which is interesting if... because Thor's on his second time back, so yeah. it's like, yeah, we'll oh, see. That's, that's gonna be. He's got a loss tough. against him. You know, yeah. we're hot off the heels of Endgame here. Oh, man. Uh, if you haven't watched Endgame yet, watch it before we talk we're next gonna week. Probably, we're going to have spoilers. We're going to have yeah. to spoil some stuff. Um, we're going to have guest John Murphy, returning yes. guest from last season. Excellent. Uh, who helped us pick the winner. He he was the Division Three champ guest for Doctor Who. He helped us pick Doctor Who over uh, both avatars. Yeah. So... Maybe John will help us pick the winner of this season. Oh boy, that's uh, that's rough, man. That's rough. I'm looking forward to it, man. Yeah. Uh, wow. Well, that was that was really fun, though. I really enjoyed that. Yeah. I love Todoroki. I love all those characters. Yeah, My Hero Academia is great. Everybody should watch it. You should absolutely watch it and read it on the Shonen Jump app, which is only like two bucks. A month. If you like X Men, but you don't want X Men, you should watch My Hero Academia because I actually think it's better. I think it's me. better too. I think. I just think and I love X Men. Uh, but I, I'm not looking forward to Dark Phoenix. I think it looks real bad. Matt, no boring. one is. I know, right? <laughs> no, it's the last 20th Century Fox movie. Anyways, uh, stay on the hunt. Bye.